Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, you know, hell, welcome back. Hell, welcome back. Oh, my. Such foul and atrocious language. We were listening to music. I was listening to music. You were trying to overpower my music. Vice versa. That was kind of fun. Confusing. I mean, it is and it's not. Yes. Well, that's how you do show notes over here at the 14 Questions. You know, start to do a thing. Been kind of fun. How you been? I've been good, man. How about you? I could not complain. Well, I can complain because we're in North Carolina and I will continuously complain about the pollen and the weather. But other than that... I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's been beautiful. We get four seasons a day with mm-hmm. uh, just copious quantities of, you know... Freezing. Freezing at night. Now... Uh, Tomorrow, apparently, we're going to uh, blast into the 80s. So we go from 20-something at night to 80 in the daytime. Yeah, and we'll get covered in fantastic, you know, massive amounts of the byproduct of uh, tree reproductive processes. Yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. If you ever wanted to feel like Stormy Daniels, just come down to North Carolina and the trees will take <laughs> care of it. The downside is they're not going to pay you 160000 by proxy uh, for the, the assault that they put you under. I think it was 130 by the way, for the record. I'm not sure. What well, it's inflation on, way, because it's... Joe Biden, right? Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, in the, what in the suffering fuck is going on right now? Like, this is so crazy. Like, I country, don't know. Maybe we, may, mean, may we live in interesting times, as they say. Well, it, it was just not even a year ago that you and I were podcasting about potatoes and potato heads. You know? And, and now we go from that to what we're going to be talking about on this episode. Which, by, by the way, folks, we were going to talk to, and, we, we, and we, will, we will bring this up because this is going to hit our wheelhouse. But they changed, you know, they scheduled a hearing on the Hill for Thursday, which is the day the podcast typically comes out when we're on on it. Um, so we kind of, we had to swap topics. So it took us a little longer this evening because we're doing a topic we're going to do after the one we're going to do. Anyhow, you get the idea. Um, we'll circle back about that. Interestingly enough, they're both going to have some kind of thread of free speech and you know, various technical issues to them, I could say, right? But I, uh, I'm inclined to agree, yeah. Yeah. So do we want to do we want to jump off and, and, and talk about a thing and say, hey, it's not our fault. We went from the hollowed halls of Congress arguing about, I don't know, Dr. Zeus and fucking potato heads to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Arguing um, Jack Daniels and dog shit. <laughs> I mean, who'd have guessed, right? <laughs> yeah, no. It's... You can't make this shit up. Literally, you can't. Well, that's what they're trying to argue in the Supreme Court. That it's not or made that, up shit. Or that, that somebody already shit. made it up. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's rather interesting. It's, it's highly amusing to me. They're arguing where the shit came from. So, well, in that in, instance, it would be the dog. Owned by Jack Daniels or owned by the Chewy Toy Company or whatever. We'll get into the details in this 
in a few here, but, you know, basically we're, we're, we're going to talk about copyright, parody, art, some of the, some of the stuff we, we, we cover. Yeah, sure. Some humor, right? I think there's humor. We, when we lose humor, I'm going to scream out from the other side and say that's humor canceling. You cancel humor, you fuck the human race. That's, that's where I'm going with it. Dead silence from you. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. If we're canceling humor, it's all I've got. Oh, then we... The, okay. You're very glum. Folks enjoy the Is next I can... <laughs> 30 minutes of Dan talking to himself into the airwaves. Well, I about humor. Enjoy the cancellation of humor. Okay, I'm bringing humor back. Let's talk about it. No, if Parody. you're bring, if you're bringing it back, they're gonna cancel it again. <laughs> so, you know, not to interject some humor. <laughs> Anyhow, so parody, right? So you were you were for whatever reason during show note time and we were throwing links back and forth to each other, we kind of arrived in, in, in the weird world at the same time differently about, you know, musical parodies, right? Well, yeah, I mean, there, there's been, yeah, you know, at least one artist that's been a constant for 30 or 40 years at this point, um, Weird Al Yankovic, right? Like parody. Right. He, he takes common songs, remakes them, generally by changing the music or the instrumentation, or I should say the lyrics or the instrumentation mm -hmm. of a song, and then essentially records the same song. And he's made a wonderful, lucrative career. He's incredibly talented. God knows. I don't know how the man does it. Um, right. And that's all okay. Well, you know what's surprising about this is you and I both arrived on the same genre, music, right? Which you know and I both know. But, I mean, from, you know, experience or, or hearing about things, you put one snippet, which is why we're not putting any of these snippets into the podcast, of any kind of anything music into the world of, I don't know, FaceTime, whatever, Reels, or whatever it is, They'll find you in, in point thirty seconds, right? And just turn you off. Probably longer than that, but yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's an interesting, but also that's fair use versus copyright versus parody versus... Right, right, right. But, you know, but, but in general, It's a tangled right? web, I mean, this intellectual property thing that we have. Right. But we, we, know, we know bars that were shut down because background music or cover bands or whatever... I've heard of live performances because they, you know, they strummed a thing or two and somebody was Facebooking a thing live or whatever they were putting out there in socials. Then all of a sudden the feed gets shut down. They are the they are the most aggressive with enforcing, which I'm I'm not saying one way or the other that that's good or bad. Well, I but mean, it's, it's kind of it's the most lucrative, right? Like trademarks and copyrights yeah, right. generally pertain to. Um, merchandising to entertainment media, you know, CDs, DVDs, it, in today's age, downloads and streaming, 
Um, you know, so it makes sense. Like if, if you like infringe upon that, yeah. they're the ones like direct dollar cost. Right. Um, so of course they're the most aggressive about it. Right. And then that of course took me down the rabbit hole of, not that everybody that listens to us will remember this, but Gangnam Style, which was kind of this this what K-pop thing that came out of nowhere, and then it turned into, you know, during the political campaign of yesteryears of some really funny parody. To this day, I still enjoy it. It makes me laugh watching it. You know, it's funny. But they got away with it. And, but but it, was, it was obviously, obviously not the thing, but they were using the music, the choreography. But there was no doubt, and I think this is where we're going to get to on how this case is being argued, there was no doubt in my mind when Mitt Romney style or Obama style and Gangnam style came out where the message was coming from. Well, maybe not no doubt, but no doubt that it was not coming from the original creator, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's, so, a, well, there's a place for parody. I mean, there has to be. Has yeah, especially to be. when it comes it, to popular culture. It's, it's almost integrated into our society, Western society anyway, that you take something popular and you, you reflect that. Uh, with a different viewpoint, and you create a thing that sounds like a thing that everyone's familiar with but isn't. Right, but, and, and we even covered this, what, mon months ago, I think it was like a year or so ago, when it came to Campbell's soup cans and some copyright stuff, and, and, and that was actually, I think we were covering that. I don't, I don't think that was necessarily parody. That wasn't parody, no, correct. That was fair <laughs> use under what an artist could do and, you know, reproductions of Marilyn Monroe or Campbell's soup cans and, you know, basically Andy Warhol stuff and then who could attach the brand and we get into this whole brand thing with stuff from time to time, which is which is why this is really interesting, right? So this week... I mean, I think it's interesting we, simply because copyright law has a number of loopholes, uh, whether that be, like you know, incorporating a thing for commentary or a review or, you know, parody being a specific <coughs> one. But, yeah, no, it's complicated on different ends. I, I just don't know that there are necessarily parallels. Similarities. Uh, between, between, like, similarities, Warhol's right? Campbell Soup thing and, you know, someone infringing upon or not infringing upon a, a piece of music by writing a comedic parody or a sarcastic parody or a social commentary well, parody type thing. Well, no, no, and, and I'm, I'm, I misstated. So what I meant to say is that not necessarily parallels, but the last time that SCOTUS took up a case that, that we covered, it was regarding the Andy Warhol stuff and some other things. I brought up music because it's heavily enforced. And to your point, not to conflate fair use, copyright, or in this case that we're going to be discussing here in a minute or two, is a brand or a trade brand of a, of a product. So that's ownership of a particular thing. 
different than copyright, right? Stands on its own. This is branded, owned by X, Y, or Z. Yeah, no, so, grab, yeah, I grab, mean grabbing a trademark. Like yeah. Again, it all, it all becomes very confusing when you get into intellectual property. Um, but I think there's arguments, you know, the, the, the concept of fair use in both directions. And, and the one we're going to talk about, well, just kind of blows my mind. The, the I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing the yeah. end game there. I'm really not. I'm so not we'll either. see. We'll see. You want to take a quick break and then play some SCOTUS audio to tee this up? Yeah, no, we'll just we'll, we'll lead right back in with that. Perfect. All right, sit tight, folks. We'll be right back. This morning in case 22148, Jack Daniels Properties versus VIP Products. Ms. Blatt? Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the court. This case involves a dog toy that copies Jack Daniels' trademark and trade dress and associates its whiskey with dog poop. After a four day trial, the district court found both infringement and dilution. The Ninth Circuit erroneously reversed both holdings. As to infringement, the Ninth Circuit did not disturb the trial court's finding of likelihood of confusion. It instead reversed by applying an exception to the Lanham Act that the Second Circuit in Rogers versus Grimaldi invented for movie titles. Under Rogers, an expressive work is allowed to confuse as long as the use of a mark is artistically relevant and not explicitly misleading. But the Lanham Act has no exceptions for expressive works. It bars using marks for any goods when likely to cause confusion as to origin, sponsorship, or approval. Artistic relevance has nothing to do with confusion, and both implicit and explicit uses can confuse. Nor does constitutional avoidance justify Rogers. Rogers doesn't plausibly construe any text, and there are no First Amendment issues to avoid. Trademarks are ancient property rights that necessarily restrict speech to protect investment in goodwill and prevent consumer confusion. Okay, okay, okay. There's a lot to unpack there. There's we could have let it keep going. But man, way way to way to jump in, way to jump right in, and like I mean, in in, in I want to start at the like, beginning. I want to start at the beginning start, because start at the beginning and then personally, I start at the end. The the, the 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 one sentence that wasn't played there and the end of that sentence is where I'm going to chime back in with. But go ahead. Then yeah, no, personally, for me, so it, I get the thrust of the argument for for merchandising right. for retail purposes. So for those that, that, that are piecing that together, because that was a lot of, you know, not complex, but rapid fire legalese. It was a bit verbose. There was some verbosity to it. Um, there's a there's a dog toy. It's a, it's a squeaky dog toy, you know, like the silicone rubber dog toys. And it's a reasonable facsimile of a Jack Daniels bottle uh, with a different... Silly. Different brand silly, name on it. Well, the brand name is Silly Squeakers. Silly Squeaker, but then, but then the bottle itself 
as something else. It's like Jack Russell or no, no, no. You know. Bad. <laughs> this is great. You can. I'm looking at one right now. Bad spaniels. Bad spaniel. Got it. Bad in spaniel. a similar font, in, or maybe even the same font. But so for me, volume. Hold on. Hold on. Par- so this, is what par- really <laughs> no. this is what really pissed them off. Instead of ABV, right? Alcohol by volume. It, some other spoof on this was like poop by volume, forty three percent. I mean, is that where the poop reference came from? Yes. Like poop because by volume. Oh, poop wow. By volume. <laughs> that, that, those are the opening arguments from this this particular Correct. hearing. <laughs> so maybe they yeah. got into that later. I um. Unlike Dan, I have better things to do with my time than listen to 90 minutes of dog poop and Jack Daniels. But I didn't. I cheated, I cheated a little bit and, and had to listen to another great podcast I'll mention. Well, that, that explains the poop reference, then. But, That's fine. I yeah. was just trying to... I'm like, how did you make a leap from a chew toy to associating the brand with, well, dog shit? Uh, which, but, if, you've ever, which is, if you've ever consumed Jack Daniels, let me tell you. In the in the world of whiskeys, it's probably a little bit lower than dog shit. <laughs> I'm it's personal oh, opinion, but uh, <coughs> wow, it, it's garbage. Tennessee should have, should have stuck with like child molestation and churches and things. Um, <laughs> don't at me, folks. Don't at me. Just don't at at the four. Just saying, you stay can, out of the whiskey just, game. Yeah, at that. Brandon.com, whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah, maybe so I'm they, just they, I'm bitter and jaded from all of the uh, let's go Brandon stuff over the last couple of years. I don't know. There you go. Well, just for reference, before because <laughs> we're gonna get into this because this is fucking stupid. So this silly squeakers, which is a which is a dog toy thing, right? I just happened to Google them before we yeah. podcast, and I haven't heard this reported by anybody. But the, but these folks they did they did cat hula, K A T hula, shaped like a Kahlua bottle. I guess because they didn't mention cat shit like we did in our last podcast, they didn't get sued. Like there's Mountain Drool. Like they have a whole brand. I didn't realize they have a whole branded thing. Oh, there's there's hundreds of them. Like if you go into any major city. There's going to be at least one, and, and most of the time, in my experience, there are two, like, dog bakeries now, where they make mm-hmm. baked goods for dogs, and then they have all of this dog and sometimes cat ephemera uh, that you can purchase, and it, this is where these products show up most frequently. Uh, and they have, they, you know, they have, like, like Pooey Vuitton, right, to... To just make up a phrase. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, they did. They do. Like they're like you're not wrong. Yeah, no. Like, it's it's every designer. Like, yeah. It, it's like Pucci purses instead of Gucci purses and and whatnot. Right. Uh, so to me, it, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings on this. Uh, part of well, me we, says we, we talked about this. We talked about this before we recorded, like a, a day or so ago, and you, you were strong on. And I could lean into that, like where parodies or whatever goes too far. And I think there is a case there. And then, well, if it's parody for the sake of profit, 
then it needs to be entertaining in some way. Like it has to right. be which is some which sort is of performance art. And, and not like, oh, I made some like basic bitch in Uggs with a Starbucks coffee giggle and then buy it for her designer dog. Like that's not entertainment. Um, right. But also. So in this case, to your point, somebody is profiting sort of off of an understanding of another brand or mark. 100%. But but the 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 majority of the argument that was put forth is on the argument of origin leading to confusion. That maybe maybe the customer who walks into the the PetSmart or the whatever store looks up and they think Jack Daniels is trying to sell my dog a boozy toy. I don't think I, that's a long way from the lip, lip to the cop. I mean, yeah, I, can, I don't, I, I don't think, the, I don't the, think anybody's doing that. I, th I think they go, I like Jack Daniels, and that's really cute. It looks like Jack Daniels, so I'll get it from my dog. Right. You know, if you, but if, but also, you know, if it was a unique product, it'd be one thing. But if you're producing massive, what do I want to say, facsimiles of brands. Then you've just created all this within, market where, within. where anybody can walk in and find some brand that they associate with to buy for their dog under right. the the parodied brand. And to me, I think, sure, they, because you can license, you can license things like Jack Daniels license licenses the image of the bottle for T-shirts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. To your point, that was a very good point um, you made the other night. And yeah. so you can license that image or likeness and then produce a product and go, we make T-shirts with, you know, officially licensed, right? You see that term all the time, officially licensed, whether it be sports teams or whether it be, you know, brand merchandising, officially licensed. That means it didn't come from the brand. Someone else paid to manufacture the product displaying the brand. And so, like, it, it is. It is a fine line. Very. Between parody and just like, <clears throat> retail. It's not retail arbitrage. And it's not the word I'm looking for. Um, but you're just piggybacking and going, you guys have done all the marketing and branding. You've developed these brands. And then what we've done is go into a different marketplace, change the name or the font, but use the appearance of your product to profit in a secondary market that you're not participating in so as to have an implied buffer of, well, we make chew toys for dogs. Clearly, we're not competing with Jack Daniels, but you are using, they are using a facsimile of the, of the trademarked image. And a lot of times, like the bottles, the packaging, et cetera, are, are well, trademarked. So I see it both it, ways. I do too. I mean, to your point, right? Whether or not it's Sally Boo or, or Joe, whoever, and you're walking down and you know we, he or she owns the dog and you know they like to drink Kahlua or Jack Daniels and you're looking for that, you know, perfect stocking stuffer, stuffer and you see a thing on the shelf and you go, you know, that's, that's, that's fucking hilarious. 
I'm putting that in their stocking. I mean, you, you are using the brand or the understood connection of that brand to the person that you're purchasing this thing for, right? I think. And, and the a, identification of, of the brand, or else it just wouldn't right. be funny. It wouldn't be amusing. It wouldn't it's, be charming. It wouldn't be cute. It wouldn't be anything right. if it didn't look like a Jack Daniels bottle. You know, if you just came up with, I don't know, some liquor bottle with some benign dog-related name. It would be funny. There'd be it, no it wouldn't be funny unless your dog's an alcoholic. You'd walk by it and be like, why the fuck did you make a chew toy in the shape of a liquor bottle instead of a squirrel right? So or a chicken? Here's my, here's so, my they, so, I mean, they are clearly 100% piggybacking upon, you know, the legitimate value of someone else's brand. And to me, I, again, if you look at, to, to use the music analogy, you know, Weird Al or whatever parodies a song, it's at least entertaining. It's funny. It's performance. This isn't performance. This is simple retail merchandising. Which is, which and is at that point, it, it feels up, yeah. unimaginative. It feels not even derivative. It, it's simply... We're going to take an established brand and and just absolutely just vultures on the side of the road eat it up to profit because we're making chew toys instead of alcohol. Uh, so, yeah. again, I see it both ways. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know either. I mean, I, honestly, I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't think anyone's going to question whether or not this was Jack Daniels producing the dog toys, which is the sort of origin and brand argument that they start to lay out in the SCOTUS case. Yeah, and I don't again, think so. Not and, and they're not, to my knowledge. Um, yeah, no, they're not. Maybe maybe they're pissed they because they looked at the pet market. Let's be honest. Like, nobody, nobody would feed Jack Daniels to their dog. Not yet. Well, I mean... Who knows? That might have been they. They might have had some masterful plan for the next five years of you know calm the bark, you know whatever. Like the, the run commercials on. Who knows what the fuck they were up to in their branding department? All they know is that people spend a shit ton of money on their dogs and dog food. Why not give them Jack Daniel's tasty kibble or something? I don't know. Not that they're laying out that argument. I just don't understand <laughs> because the, the dogs argument. wouldn't eat it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Assuming it tastes like Jack Daniels. <laughs> Not dog shit. <laughs> oh, they'd eat that. I've seen it happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, to, to your point, right? So we're not attorneys over here. If you want to listen to really smart people, I was going to give a shout out to Strict Scrutiny. It's a great podcast. And there's three three major hosts over there, Melissa, Lee, and Kate, and they do a great job of arguing in the details of what this case is about. But I do find it fascinating from our perspective, knowing what we know about, you know, just general things in the world of IT and tech and marketing and art and all that kind of stuff, to like break a thing down, you know, for, for simple people like us. This is how you start the coffee or the, the cocktail 
discussion and then listen to the other podcasts if you want to win, you know, and talk to a really smart person. But anyhow, I brought up the whole case with the North Face thing that I heard years ago, right? I think it was in 2006 or something, 2006. Yeah. And I don't know if you got if you were able to get any time to read any of that side of things, but basically there was a guy that did like bottoms up or whatever, right? I've got a reference to it somewhere here. And he was pissed off about the brand loyalty that his friends had to, you know, fancy brands and he wanted to make a big statement and you know, in in here's where here's where I draw the line. I said this, oh, the the south the south butt versus versus the north face. He flipped the logo basically upside down. Yeah. Instead of three things, it was two things like cheeks of a butt or I don't know where he's going. But that was apparel to apparel. Sure, yeah. I, but but right. again, Which you is, know, he, he he touched on a logo. Um which is identifiable. So he, he, he touched on all of with it. With a brand. Touched on all of it. I, he touched let's on the be brand, honest. He touched on the logo. He touched on the, the, the copyright of the North and, Face. And it went the, south really yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> Correct, right? And, I mean, he was, he was like, th- this guy, I mean, he's selling, you know, T-shirts and, and shorts and stuff for, like, some pretty good amount of money, like 20 bucks and $75. I mean, this is back in 06 or whatever. In '06, um, the North like Face, you could buy their T-shirts for about twenty-five. So he wasn't really saving them any money and giving them a superior, yeah. inferior product. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Bottom here. inferior product, yeah. And this is sorry, '09, October '09, um, is when a lot of this reporting came out. I clearly, I think that you're gonna, you you want to you want to take. A big brand like North Face, apparel company on go into apparel, use the same color, similar font, similar trademark, similar copyright, flip it upside down and go ha ha. I I Yeah. I mean more power that, to them, you know, you, you because there's something to be <coughs> said, depending on the motivation. If you if we want to test the boundaries of the laws. And the rights of corporations versus the rights of citizens because corporations have imposed the rights of citizens upon themselves. Woe is them. Um, I'm all right. about it. But, like, know why you're too, doing it. Know why you're well, doing it. His explanation was he didn't like that everybody was wearing the same brand at school or whatever, whatever his, you know, pissed about something. But in this case... When there's a fleece jacket or a, or a piece of apparel, I could see absolutely where you think maybe this is being done by the brand. You know, they're shotgunning a thing. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like a fleece, if, it, if it's a, a one to one, red fucking logo on it. It yeah, it was one to one. Made it, made in no. China. This logo yep. versus that logo. One's upside down. Right. A mirror image of the other than. Uh, yeah, that that just hey, probably yeah, not probably not fair use, unless you're producing like ten of them to make a statement, like at the Met Gala right. or something like that. Like well, there's there's a time and a place yeah. to do that, but if you just have an online web portal where you can log in and and buy these on demand, then 
uh, are you really making a statement? Maybe. It depends on what your motivations are, and I won't speak to that particular gentleman's motivations. No, and I, and I was only referencing a, a quick article that I had in front of my uh, my notes over here that, you know, was a thing. But with the silly squeakers case, I don't know. Like, they make a, a, a ton of stuff. They, they make, like, blue cat trippin', which is, like, Pap's blue ribbon. Sure, yeah. You know, do, they make, uh, they, do they make really bad whiskey? No, I'm trying to look here. A lot of, <laughs> there's a lot. You know, <laughs> Catroma Extra? I mean, Mountain Drool. That one's kind of funny. I mean, let's be smella, honest. No, smella our paw. <laughs> oh, why hasn't Stella sued these people yet? Um, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. Why? Why? Why do you think? And they actually make silly squeaker mini poops, which are these. I mean, South Park's going to sue them. It looks like Mr. Henke. Well, there you go. They're, they're not oh, above ripping off anything, here, apparently. No, this is this is this is this is next. All right. Maybe I should save this for when we when we sign off tonight. But I'm going to throw this out now. Get ready. Elon's going to get mad. Elon's going to get mad. I'm going to describe this to you. Okay. It's Tweetos. And there's a cat. <laughs> with a knife and a fork, and there's a bird. It's not a blue bird, it's a yellow bird, but it's Tweetos vodka. So he's gonna eat the Twitter bird, which is not blue. This would be way more funny if it was blue. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think, you think Elon would laugh at that? Uh, only if that toy is battery operated. <laughs> They make fun of soda pop. Pantra, dog drool. It's kind of funny. I mean, this is, this is hilarious. I don't understand why Jack Daniels is so upset. But I guess they are. Mr. Slobber. I, I, I think they're justifiably upset, but I don't know what their end game is there. It's interesting. It's interesting. It is. It, it is. And, I, and I'm wondering why Jack Daniels. Because... Like, obviously, you know, obviously, like, you know, I'm trying to think which beer companies. Pabst Blue didn't get upset. You know, this one is like Deer's Bite, which is like Coors Light, which is an angry deer with mountains behind its antlers. Um, you know, Dos Equis has got Dos, I can't even read that bottle. Hold on. It's kind of funny stuff. Again, like how far removed is it? You can apparently you can, it's all you about can, the poop. You can you none can these, license none. these brands to make a T-shirt or a a ball cap. So you didn't want to license it to make the dog toy. You 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 did a not even clever play on words, in most instances, and uh, ripped off the the imagery of the brand. For profit, for direct profit, we're just cranking these things out. If it was a one-off, 
I'd cut them some slack. Right. Hey, we wanted to reach out or speak out against, or we had a statement, you know, socially or politically or whatever. But no, all they do is like churn multiple iterations of these products over and over and over to try and piggyback on the brand recognition that someone else has paid to establish. To build. Yeah, to build. And to me, again, that's where I find the problem. That's not okay. It's not, but we gotta we got to go to a thing here, right? So if, if, if you go to the, the American Bar Association and you get into, you know, Louis Vuitton versus the Southern District of New York granted a summary judgment in favor of, you know, the other bag, MOB. I mean, these cases have been heard in the lower courts and in, in the Supreme Court, and It'll be interesting. I think I think SCOTUS, I think the Supreme Court, is just going to try to kick this back to the lower courts because this gets too. I don't. Yeah, I won't say. Con, I won't say confusing. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna reserve the Supreme Court being confused for when we get into tech and some other discussions. I think this gets complicated based on current market. So. 50 years past or 50 years from now is the dog toy being used as a alcohol bottle. Is that going to affect case? I think they try to at least put some bigger thinking into, do we really want to strike a, a position at this level? Yeah, no, I think right. it's, you know what I'm saying? it's kind of silly. And it's a shame that it, more than like 11.33 or so percent of the Supreme Court like beer, but don't like whiskey, or this would already be done. I mean, f- fair enough. We at least know of one justice that likes beer. Maybe he's got a doctor. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bite my tongue. Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. Whatever. There was, there was fucking public. This is all available on C-SPAN, folks. I mean, this was not that. And it just popped into my head, and I, you know, whatever. No, no disrespect to the Supreme Court, but it, it is interesting because this is completely, from what I from what I'm gathering, like there's nothing partisan about this. the The court is completely split between you know what you would call like conservatives or liberals or this or that or the other. They're all just all confused, scratching their heads, you know. And I think there were like at least two of the justices were like, "Well, we like dogs." I think Jack Daniels was like, "Well, we like dogs too." Like, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting when they, they have arguments at this level. Sure, yeah. Or everybody's no, just kind of scratching their fucking head, right? They're all going like, "Okay." You I mean, gotta... they took the case, so they've got to sort it out. But yeah, to me, Jack Daniels versus the dog toy manufacturer. I just, I want to see what the end game is there. It'll be interesting. I, I, I honestly, I don't think they're going to, I don't know. Maybe they'll make a ruling on it. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll know. put them under pressure and make them squeak. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best joke that's been made all day because all day in the last three days, there's just been a bunch of silly jokes made about dog poo and whiskey. 
Maybe there's a country song in this. I don't know. You could have summed it up with the words Jack and Daniels. <laughs> as far Again, as dog, dog poo and whiskey. <laughs> oh, there's a country song here. Definitely. Not a parody, an actual song. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. So you want to leave it there and uh, we'll that's, circle that's back. That's a good place to jump off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To slip on the slip on the floor when you reach for that bottle to throw your dog the toy. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. But yeah, it's fascinating shit, so <laughs> leave it there. And then, well, till next week. We'll have a fun time next week. I'm sure you and I will argue quite a bit about what's on the horizon. No, we're gonna have we're gonna have yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get yeah. into it. Yeah. So you know. It'll mark, happen. mark your watches. Mark your watches, people. TikTok. Mark your watches. Brandon, I got some opinions about a thing, so but we gotta we gotta watch a hearing first. So other folks, if you wanna watch it, it's on C SPAN tomorrow. So I'll 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 leave it that in cryptic and leave it there. That's a good place to leave it. All right. Till the next dog treat. <laughs> I, I can't even say what I wanted to say. Oh, um, don't even. Until the next warm shot. There you go. All right, folks. Till next time, sit tight. Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.